Here's what's coming up on today's show. That's called the Boston Creek area. And uh, that's also kind of a, a, a good spot to go when it's blowing out. You know, even Zippo Bay, you, know, you can go in there and pull pranks. You know, if, uh, if we're going to go walleye fishing most of the time, but if we get a blow day, what we're going to do is a milk run. When I say milk run, what they do is they target there. They pinpoint spots on the river. And we had, we had the best day of the trip. It was unbelievable. So I would recommend that uh, if you do have your own boat, not be afraid to... Broadcasting from the Prairie Sportsman Studios, this is the Finding Fins Fishing Podcast. How much direction are you getting from the governor? It generates something like $2.4 billion. I don't know, maybe you didn't want me to tell the story on the show, but I'm going to tell it anyway. I knew you were going to go there. Wally is relating to deep mud where there's schools of beach. The Finding Fins Fishing Podcast is brought to you by Onyx. Know where you stand with Onyx. Today's show is brought to you by Lake of the Woods Tourism. Plan your trip to Lake of the Woods at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. The Finding Fins Fishing Podcast is part of the Sporting Journal Radio family, where our mission is to hunt, fish, conserve, and do it all over again. Show off your pride for the outdoors with new gear from the Sporting Journal Radio store. Go to sportingjournalradio.com, click on store, and browse our selection of hoodies, hats, mugs, and more at sportingjournalradio.com. All right, now once again to talk about that big lake in northern Minnesota, we got Joe Henry from Lake of the Woods Tourism here with us. Joe, how's it going? Hey, Brett. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you very much. Your last, your show last week helped us. I know we do this for other people, but last week's show was for me. I'll just, I'm just throwing it out there. I wanted some tips because we were going to Lake of the Woods. And uh, what the, the information you gave us is exactly what worked for us up there. Good, 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 good. Yeah, you know what? It's it's a pretty uh, pretty consistent summer pattern up there right now, and and the pattern's a really good pattern. You know, there's other um, other areas that have a lot of walleyes in them, but I'll tell you what: this time of year, with higher water temps, with a whole bunch of weed growth, and with the young of the year uh, minnows and fish all about that long, there's so much competition. It's really hard to catch walleye. Thankfully, with Lake of the Woods, right now is when Lake of the Woods really shines, and I think you saw some of that, didn't you? Absolutely. You know, the one thing we did struggle with a little bit was the wind and we were up there in our own boats. And I and I will say this and I know, Joe, you and I talk about it a a lot, you know, and I our plan wasn't for me to bring up my 16 foot Lund, but that's the way it worked out. And, I, you know, I even I think I told you off the air, you know, I'm like, gosh, you know, I don't know, bringing this little 16 footer up there when the wind was calm. It was great. And I had no problem going anywhere I wanted to go out there. But our last day, uh, we were up there on uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday last week. Uh, Friday was was really windy and I was kind of relegated to fish in the river, which was okay. That was always part of my plan. Uh, but I did I did pull Paul aside and I said, hey, what are the odds we could get in one of these launch boats tomorrow? Because <laughs> I wanted to go out in one of the big boats with one of the guides because that's, you know, that's just the best way to fish that lake if you have that opportunity. I, I will say, you know, jumping on a charter boat, it takes away a lot of things. It takes away wind. It takes away worry. It takes the... Uh, away finding the fish. You know, a lot of times those charter boats are traveling 30, 40 miles sometimes to put you on the best school of fish they can. And, and also it just takes away all the worries. So, you know, and, and, and jumping on a charter boat really isn't that expensive. You know, it, everybody's different. But no, you guys brought your own boats. And I'm curious, hmm. you know, I'm curious as, as, you know, you don't get up to Lake of the Woods all that much. So kind of reverse the roles here a little bit. I'll ask you a couple questions because I'm kind of curious. So, what are your takeaways? I mean, you guys brought your own boats. You had some really small boats for big water. What did you learn? And you know, what would it be advantageous to share with other people? 
Well, the first thing I learned was the lake. Like in the past, you know, and I, I, I've been up to Lake of the Woods a number of times on those charter boats and I don't really pay much attention to where we're going, to be honest with you, because I don't have to. I just kind of sit back, relax, maybe have a conversation as we're rolling out there. And uh, and then, I, oh, we're setting up here. All right. What am I doing? I'm just jigging off the side. Perfect. So the first thing I did is I, you know, I had to pay attention to a map a little bit more and just kind of figure out, you know, okay, this is how we get out, out to the gap. And this is where we go from here and there, which was, which was simple. The first trip through, then I was good to go. But that was the first thing is it's funny. It's, it's like taking a car trip somewhere, unless you're driving, you don't always pay attention you know, to where you're going or, or, you know, what's around you and things like that. So, so that was number one. Um, the, the, the other advice I would give is if somebody is going to bring their own boat up there, there's definitely a wind factor that you have to, that you have to watch out for, especially if you're in a boat like, like mine. Now I fished every day and yeah, I had to fight some wind a little bit, but never once was I worried about it, but it kept me at times from going places I wanted to go until I got smart. And on the last day, Joe, Instead of uh, just just staying on the river and staying tied up, I wanted to fish uh, out more towards Long Point and Zipple Bay over there. We actually pulled the boats and trailered them over. We ended up putting in at Zipple Bay uh, uh, State Park. We all had park passes, so we ended up putting in there and literally just rode. And the wind was a lot better that day anyway, and it was kind of a, more of a western wind, so we had that big Long Point kind of protecting us to some extent. And we just went straight out from Zippo Bay until we hit 30 feet of water and just started pulling spinners. And we had we had the best day of the trip. It was unbelievable. So I would recommend that uh, if you do have your own boat, not be afraid to, to put it on a trailer and try a different access point on the lake and try some different parts of the lake yeah that that's great advice and you know what i always say too is the first time on your own is always the worst time because you're yeah. learning so much but now think about it the next time you go up look how much more you'll know oh absolutely yeah and, and i'm bring, i'm bringing a bigger boat <laughs> that's, that was what i kept telling everybody every day is like i it's time for me to just to get a bigger boat i just <laughs> i love my boat i love that that fishing boat and it's a great boat for some of these other bodies of water these these lakes that i fish back home here but you want to get on uh, some of these bigger lakes even the even lack parl out here some guys you know just look at me and shake my head and and uh you know i went over we stayed at river bend but i also kind of bounced around i went over and and talk to some, my friends over at Ballard's and Gary Moeller right away is like, well, you can't shoot anything this time of year, you know, because my, my boat's painted like a duck boat. I got camel paint all over the side. And he's like, well, <laughs> it's not duck hunting season. Like, I know, I know. But uh, I, would, I, would, I would definitely get a bigger boat, but there's no question you can, you can fish in that size of boat, um, you know, whether on the river or on the lake. You just, you know, it, it just depends on the wind, of course, like any lake. Well, what I thought was interesting, too, is you said, you know, obviously, when we get up to 30 feet of water, it was a slam dunk. We tied yeah. little fish, big fish, all kinds of fish, walleyes. Now, the days that you couldn't get out as far in your 14-foot boat, is 14-footer or 16-footer? 16-footer. 16-footer. What do you got in the back end of it? Just what kind of motor? 25 horse. 25 horse, okay. So you had 25 horse with a 16-footer. Now, the days that were a little bit windy in that big body of water, you, you kind of hunkered down close to Pine Island, on the lake side of Pine Island. Uh, and my understanding is you caught fish, but uh, just not real big ones. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, we, we caught eaters everywhere we went for the most part, but we had south winds. So once we got out of the gap, we just went and hugged along that south shore and just kind of fished that uh, along Pine Island. And the first day we found fish in 14, 
excuse me, we found them in 14 feet of water uh, pulling spinners. And then uh, I think the next day, my brother was fishing in, I think, seven feet of water and was finding fish there and catching eaters. And then uh, the next day, the wind died down a little bit. I got out to 22 feet of water and I found fish out there and I started pulling crankbaits too. And I know last week we talked about, I, I had an all gold, um, I think it was a storm shed, uh, just fully gold. And that's what I was catching fish on with that one. Uh, we also talked about tail dancers and we caught a couple of nice slot fish on tail dancers out there, but we literally found them in every, pretty much every uh, depth of water you can fish out there. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. You know, the other thing I'll mention to you too is, you know, a couple of little tricks when it uh, if it blow. If you have a small boat and it starts blowing on Lake of the Woods, number one is you can trailer like you said, and not only can you trailer to the lake like you did, but you know, uh, going out of Arneson's Rocky Point, Long Point, Zippel Bay Resort, uh, or Zip, Zippel Bay State Park. Um, but then the other thing is you can go the other direction too. So if you're willing and want to fish the river, you can trailer up the river. There, there's a couple of good accesses and. Um, you're right at Wheeler's Point there, of course, at the mouth of the river. But then you got a couple in Bidette. You got uh, you know, Clemenson. You got Frontier. You got uh, the Nelson Park and Birchdale, which is about 40 miles from the mouth of the river. And the river is very cool, very picturesque. The river is smaller up there. It's not as deep and it's not quite as wide. And there's some really good fishing. And I also know people that do a milk run in the river. So what they'll say is, hey, you know, if I, if we're going to go walleye fishing most of the time, but if we get a blow day, what we're going to do is a milk run. When I say milk run, what they do is they target there. They pinpoint spots on the river. They might even start at the resort area at Wheeler's Point. And then what they'll do is they'll cruise up and they'll hit the mouth of bays. They'll go all the way inside the bay as far up as they can, maybe to the, the bridge that comes up on 172 where the rock is. And then they'll work, work, their, work their way out. And then they'll go to the next tributary coming into the Ringy River. They'll hit reed patches. They'll hit any kind of areas of rock, bridge embankments, things like that. But they go to go-to areas and make a, a run, you know, where they're hitting 10 spots in a day. And people tell me it's some of the best, most fun fishing they do. They'll catch walleyes, bass, pike, perch, big crappies, and uh, it's, it's really a multi-species day. So, I mean, for what it's worth, those are kind of fun days too. Might be a little bit out of the ordinary compared to what you're used to fishing Lake of the Woods with the walleyes. But I'll tell you what, it's still a, a, an absolute blast. Something different, you know what I mean? Well, I had a number of people give me fishing reports while I was up there too. And I was telling them, well, I think today I'm just going to stay on the river. They said, yeah, pull, pull cranks. You'll catch yeah. walleyes pulling cranks along the river and also bass. And uh, that day that we didn't leave the river, we also went into Four Mile Bay and uh, and fished in there a, a little, just briefly. We just had a little bit of time before lunch. We ducked in there just to check it out. And I was, uh, I went in to try to fish some of the, uh, some of the reeds, some of the, uh, uh, kind of the weed patches that are in there. And I put on a, a frog. I was going to try to bass fish a little bit. And I put on like a topwater floating frog and I actually had pike coming up uh, completely out of the water, hitting that thing. So we didn't catch any giants, but we had a great time in there. Uh, just, just casting and, and catching some fish. So there's a lot yeah, of different there's, opportunities. There's, there's, there, there's some big ones back there in the summertime, but the majority of the fish, you're getting a lot of action, but the majority of the fish are going to be eater, eater pike, you know, yeah. and you, you, the other thing too is, you know, Four Mile Bay, Zippel Bay, Bostick Creek area, which is that area on the west side of uh, Pine Island, you know, that's behind the lake there, kind of by Morris Point, Cyrus, Ken Marquis, Walleye Retreat, Bugsies, that whole area, that's called the Bostick Creek area. And uh, that's also kind of a, a, a good spot to go when it's blowing out. You know, even Zippel Bay, 
You, you can go in there and pull cranks. Sometimes there's walleyes. There's certainly pike in there. Every once in a while, you get some jumbo perch in there as well. So <laughs> there are spots to go uh, kind of uh, you know, under the radar screen when it's uh, blowing on Lake of the Woods and you have a small boat. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, I hadn't been into the Zippo Bay State Park before, uh, Joel, but that's that's a really nice area there, and it's a great boat launch, and uh, there's some slips in there that you can use, and if you're camping in there, there's places to, to pull and dock your boat up, and it was, uh, it was kind of a nice option for us. Of course, we had state park passes to get in there and utilize that, that area, but that's a pretty nice area up there. Tell you what, that uh, Zippo Bay State Park is a beautiful state park absolutely underutilized under the radar screen i think probably because it's so far north brand new harbor handicapped accessible fish cleaning area restrooms and then the camp spots there are just gorgeous just gorgeous i mean you could have a lot of room to spread out not a lot of people up there also a very nice beach in the summertime to go swimming out there right on the lake well we we ate plenty of fish uh we caught some nice slot fish uh one guy on the trip caught broke his personal best two or three times on the trip uh our big was a 27 incher that my brother caught and uh it you know it was it was a great great trip and what was really nice about it is i think there were three or four of the guys on the trip that had never been up to lake of the woods before so they got to they got to experience the walleye fishing up there they got to see it and see just see what the lake looks like they got to see what the rainy river was like and you know you and i both both know when you stay on the rainy river there uh, it's just a unique setting and you've got the sun rising across the river there in the mornings and then the banks, that bank going down to the river is always lined with Canada geese and yeah. mallards and, you know, there's babies swimming around. I mean, it, there's just wildlife all over the place. It's just a, it's just a cool setting to be in, be a part of. Yeah. What, what I think is cool is when you stay on a resort on the rainy river, when you look across that river, halfway across is Canada. Yeah. Yeah. You know. We thought about making a break for it. But yeah. <laughs> we didn't know how far well, we'd get. I don't, know why, I don't know why you'd want to do that right now. I mean, there's a lot of opinions about that one. But well, yeah. and we saw Canadian border, you know, uh, the uh, border agents or border cro- customs, whatever they're called. We saw a boat of them and they were out there, uh, you know, cruised up and down the river, which I totally expected to see while we were yeah. up there. So, uh, no, we had, we had a great trip. We had a great time. I know a lot of the guys are ready to go back. So it was a good time. Oh, I, you know, it makes me feel so good because, you know, the area has, the area has a lot to offer but you know i'm just i'm happy that you had the chance on your own to dip your big toe in the water because like i said now you have a much better lay of the land you think about it Brett. the next time you guys will go up think about how you'd be that much further ahead no yeah i know exactly where i go i did not want to leave if it you know if it hadn't been um uh, a different wind that next day i was gonna stay and fish for for half the day but it just would have been a little bit of a struggle for me of uh, the way that wind was blowing that day for where I wanted to go anyway. And I had a six hour drive in front of me anyway, so then I came yeah. home, but I, uh, I almost stuck back around at it, right? back. Yeah. Back at yeah. it. All right, Joe, well, I suppose, uh, if people want to plan their trip, you know, again, it's easier to just uh, jump on a launch of course, but if they want to bring their own boats up, where can they find out about where to stay and, and where to launch and all that good stuff? Absolutely. We have everything on our website at Lake of the Woods Tourism, and our web address is lakeofthewoodsmn.com. This has been the Finding Fins Fishing Podcast, part of the Sporting Journal Radio family. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts, or go to findingfins.com, and make sure to like our sponsors. As we all navigate through the tough times of 2020, finding new ways to enjoy summer has become a way of life. If you're searching for the perfect getaway this summer, 
Look no further than the walleye capital of the world, Lake of the Woods. Fish the Rainy River, Big Traverse Bay, and don't forget you can still experience the uniqueness of the Northwest Angle. For your best chance to catch big fish, go where the big fish are, Lake of the Woods. Plan your trip at lakeofthewoodsmn.com.